Hello, Dallas Cowboy fans. This is Post Game Adjustments. I'm your host, Lenny. Going to solo route tonight, guys. Uh, Donovan was not able to make it uh, to this week's session, so uh, wanted to put it out. Been trying to put it out on a weekly basis, so gonna go ahead and uh, go solo tonight. You know, doing that Michael Jackson when he stepped out for that Apollo 25th anniversary um, show when he first did Billie Jean, right? Not that, you know, not that severe, but that's the route I'm going to take. That's what I'm thinking tonight anyway, right? So I want to talk about that Vikings game that happened last weekend. 28-24 uh, to 24 was the final score. And watching the game, um, again, Dallas just comes out and looks. Dare I use the word pathetic? And that's what it, that's what it seemed like to me as a fan watching the game, Right. Um, of course, I have no ties to the team, no, uh, nothing more than just a fan who, who really has always liked the team, who's followed the team through thick and thin from the Super Bowl years to the eight and eight years, you know, Wade Phillips, Chan Gailey, Dave Campos, uh, now Jason Garrett. And um, it just seems like the last few games have just been, it's been hard to watch. You know, they, they come out, they look like they don't want to be there. They don't want to play football. There's just no energy. There's no oomph in their step, right? There's no pep in their step, if you will. And it's, uh, it's, it's definitely, um, you know, it's definitely something that concerns you as a fan, that angers you as a fan. And you have to decide as a fan, where's that, where's that coming from? What, what is actually causing this team to reform in such a manner? So there's a couple of things it could be, right? Number one, it could be the players themselves. These are professionals. They get paid a lot of money to play a kid's game, basically, right? But they take it to another level. I'm not just saying they're out there running around like a bunch of six-year-olds, but it's a kid's game. And they get paid, they get paid extremely well to play this game. So I don't think it's the players. The other option would be the coaching, and that's where I think this is, this is happening. I'm thinking this is a team that is undercoached. They don't have that coach that is going to put that fire, that's going to instill that fire in them. Yes, you hear that you know, they play for him. They respect him. They'll do whatever they can for him. But it's not, it's not translating to the field. It's not coming across that way watching these games. So as a fan... My thought would be, you got to change this coaching staff. That's a must. To me, that is the one thing that they need to do right away. I mean, I would fire Garrett right now. Now, who are you going to get to replace him that's on the staff? I mean, the logical choice to me would be um, Richard. That would be the logical choice, but... He doesn't have any head coaching experience, but the way Garrett's coaching, you wouldn't think he did either. So, I mean, he's getting out-coached. They, they play really good against the sorry teams, except the Jets. Um, but the thing is, too, like, they're in every single game. There hasn't been one game this year they've been blown out. I think the, large, the largest uh, margin um, was against the Packers. And that was a blowout until they, they made it a game at the end. And they still had a chance to come back and, and tie that thing at the end, so... Um, there's definitely heart there from the players. There's definitely um, a want and a desire to win. But it's just, if they started the way they 
wind up playing each game, they, they might have a, a much better record than they do right now. So I ask you, what's the issue? From my perspective, it's, it's the coaching. It has to be. What else could it be? I just don't think he has their full attention. Um, and that's sad because this is a very talented team, right? There's a lot of weapons. There's a lot of great football players on this team, but we just don't have that manager that's bringing it together. And it's interesting. We'll see if Jerry makes a decision. Um, I definitely feel like this was a make or break year. You either went to the Super Bowl and, and win the Super Bowl or Garrett's out. And um, so I feel like we're, we're going to have a new coaching staff in here next year, um, which could be the reason why you have these players that haven't signed their contracts yet, right? Mostly Dak. Um, and I'll talk about Dak here in a moment and, and some opinions I have on him. And uh, they are positive, shockingly. Um, I can't believe that. From someone that is a has been anti-Dak uh, for a long, long time. Um, I have a newfound respect for him and what he did this past week. So, that's that. Let's talk about the stubborn play calling. Now, they rushed for 50 yards for the entire game. They had no rushing first downs whatsoever, the Cowboys I'm speaking of. And um, continually, they're trying to run the ball. And I think there was a point made by Minnesota that they were going to, at, at any cost, stop the run. And obviously, that's what they did. Zeke wasn't going anywhere. And I think I said this on the preview. Um, Zeke lost a step. Is he already slowing down? I mean, he signs this monster contract. And... You know, you want to believe he is a one of those generational backs, kind of like an Emmett Smith, the Barry Sanders, someone that's going to stand the test of time. And in his fourth year, it's sad and scary to maybe think like his best years are behind him. I tend to not think that. I tend to think that he's just starting out. He missed all the training camp, no matter what he was doing down at Cabo. You know, he missed uh, the actual sessions in which he was going to be in the offense, running the plays that they play. Like learning the playbook, right? And with him not doing that, I'm, I'm sure it puts him behind the eight ball a little bit. And we're definitely perhaps seeing that right now. And, you know, that's got to change. The play calling, again, it, it, the stubbornness of just trying to run the ball. I don't understand when Dak's giving you one of his best performances as a Dallas Cowboy. I mean, you basically wasted this performance by, by Prescott. I was shocked by his accuracy. I was shocked by his arm. Um, now, it's not all him. That offensive line gave him a clean pocket for most of the game. But why not, let, why not put the ball in his hands at the end? Give him a shot. Right? Give him an opportunity to make a play, make a difference. And it didn't seem like they wanted to do that. It's almost like they were, gonna, they were looking at Zimmerman. They knew what Zimmerman wanted to do. And they're basically telling Zimmerman... You want to do that, but we're not going to let you do that. Well, guess what? For three and a half quarters, goddamn, they did it. They stopped you no matter what you tried to do. So it's just a little bit, uh, a little bit sad to see that you have this, this game in which Prescott's playing lights out. I mean, good lord. 
extending plays, throwing balls. I mean, he was just on fire. Some of those passes to him and Cooper, they just have a connection. And um, I, I hope, as a fan, that, that Dallas is intending on signing both of them because there's something there. There's a, there's a connection there, and it's obvious. And it's been obvious since he got here. These two just seem to click with one another. So, you know, that's, that's a promising situation for the future where you have both of these young guys that could be here for the next five, six, seven years um, leading the charge, along with Zeke, because Zeke's not going anywhere for a while with that damn contract he signed. So, that's my thoughts right now. Uh, slow start. Just ignorant play calling. Trying to prove someone, trying to prove to somebody that, hey, you're trying to do this, but you can't. This isn't the 92 Cowboys, apparently. <laughs> We're not lining up. They're not lining up with them in the backfield and that amazing front line that they had and telling teams, like, this is the play we're going to run. We're going to run it 80% of the time. This is the formation we're going to line up with, and, and you're not going to stop us. Sunday against the Vikings, they tried to do that, and they got stopped. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking there, there should have been some uh, – a little bit more faith in Dak. And does Dak not have the ability to get a play and decide, um, I'm not doing that? Is it the fact that he doesn't have that ability to do it or the, the right to do that? Or is it just he just doesn't know what he's looking at when he reads the defense? I'm starting to think he, need, he knows more than um, I think I've given him credit for. Uh, I think I've stated on this cast before, I'm a big Romo fan. And I... Just liked watching Tony play, right? Thought he was a great quarterback. Thought he was uh, in an unfortunate situation with this team. Um, and a lot of those seasons where they went 8-8, eight and eight, they probably would have went 4-12 and 12 if it had not been for Romo, doing what Romo did. So, um, but Romo obviously knew what he was looking at when he went up there. And he said it happened to him later in his career where things just started slowing down and making more sense. But... Uh, you know, I, I don't know if Dak's there yet, but I think he's getting there. I think he's getting better. So I'm going to cut Dak some slack moving forward. Until this weekend in Detroit, he throws like three interceptions, and I'll be back on the where the hell's Romo bandwagon. <laughs> um, looking up what's coming up next here for the team, we got the Lions this, this coming up week. Uh, no Stafford. So hopefully not having Matthew Stafford can equate to a win for Dallas. Um, this, this backup quarterback... Uh, apparently is more of a running style quarterback, which that could be dangerous with the, with the way this team, the, the linebackers have been playing, the way teams are just running on us. So that, that could be a little scary, but we'll see. I, I'm pretty confident Dallas is going to win this one. And it's good, too, because the Eagles got the Patriots coming to town. Um, so hopefully with the Dallas winning the Patriots lo- or uh, Eagles loss, that'll, that'll put Dallas back in the, firmly in the driver's seat. Um, after the Lions, we've got the Patriots coming up in New England. I... I said this earlier, um, I think episode one or two, I see Dallas winning this game. It, it, it would just be so Dallas Cowboy-like to go up there and, and to pull off a win. You know, It would be crazy, it would be shocking, and it's something that's going to happen. And Dak's probably going to have one of those legendary, memorable games and you know, put himself back into number one of QBR because I believe he, he took a step down after this game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, after that, you got the Bills on Thanksgiving. I'm gonna give them. A, I'm gonna give them a win against the Lions. 
We have a win against the Patriots and a win against the Bills. Then you got the Bears. The Bears' offense sucks. We all know that, right? They're horrible, horrific, terrible. Um, Trubisky, good Lord. I don't think the guy can throw a football. And um, some of the other quarterbacks that the Bears passed up to get Trubisky is, is, is ludicrous, crazy. And um, so we'll see what happens in that game, but I'm going to win. So I'm, I got the Cowboys going on a four-game winning streak here. We're beating the Lions, they're beating the Patriots, they're beating the Bills, they're beating the Bears, then the Rams. You would think, as a team, you went to Los Angeles last year in the playoffs, and you got beat, right? You got embarrassed, basically. Again, chance to come back, chance to make things happen, but you fell short because you started out letting a backup running back run all over you. So I'm hoping, as a fan, that this team is going to recognize that and rise to the occasion and, and have some pride and, and, and look at this team and go, you know what, we almost beat them. We're going to beat them this year. They're down this year. I don't think Goff's all that. Gurley's not doing what Gurley's you know, used to doing. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about that game. But I can't give him a five-game win streak, so I'm going to give him a loss against the Rams. Then you go to Philly, opposite of what I just talked about with the Rams. Philly's going to be pissed. Dallas embarrassed them, destroyed them on national television. So I think Philly's going to have a little bit of a, a revenge factor going. It's at home. I'm giving that a loss for the Cowboys. And then you finish up with the Redskins. That's a win. So I've got them going. Oh, excuse me. I've had a, a weird situation on a cold all week. And it's just, I'm, I'm sitting here sniffling into the microphone. So I know that doesn't sound that appetizing or that, you know, enjoyable for the listeners there. But um, it's a little weird doing this thing by yourself. You know, I'm used to having Donovan. And we just kind of go back and forth. But um, like I said, he had some things come up and he wasn't able to join us. So trying this out, and it's not going to be as long as our, our normal one is because I'm just not that interesting, and I don't know if you want to listen to me for 45 minutes. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's where I see it's going right now. So, with that being said, uh, sorry for the shortened episode, the content not being that memorable or that insightful, but definitely wanted to get this in the books, get this on the books, however you say that, and um, make sure we didn't miss a week. Funny story, I had my first uh, visit to a chiropractor today. Um, my wife's been going for a while, and she's always talking about, oh, it feels so much better, it feels great. So I'm like, okay, listen, uh, I got diagnosed with carpal tunnel, real real diagnosis here. I went to a doctor, had that shock test and everything, so it's not me WebMDing myself here. It's an actual diagnosis that I was scheduled to have surgery with, or surgery on, and I uh, started doing some research. It's the worst thing you can do. Like, you know, we all know that as soon as you get diagnosed with something or you hear you might have something, you start Googling that stuff. And next thing you know, people are, oh, my hand fell off after I had carpal tunnel surgery. And I just read a lot of bad things about it, that it's not all it's cracked up to be. So I'm trying to find some alternate way of, of helping my uh, situation. And um, I, I read that going to a chiropractor could help. Because they said 90% of it has to do with some type of pinched nerve or um, pinched nerve within your, within your spine and it just shoots all the way down your arm. So I went there today, not expecting instant relief, but 
Um, I don't know what I was really thinking. My wife was telling me that it's probably just going to be a, a consultation, probably just talk to you about this, that, and the other. But I walk in there, and he takes some x-rays, and he asked me if I've ever been aligned. And I didn't know what the hell that meant, honestly. So I told him, no, I've never been aligned. So he aligned me, laid me down, and uh, did my arm, my shoulders, and then the, the worst one was the neck. And I think the worst thing a chiropractor, chiropractor, uh, chiropractor, whatever the hell, however you said, the worst thing they can do is tell you to, to not tense up. Because when they tell you not to do something, you automatically have the feeling of, I'm going to do it. I'm going to tense up. And then you got to think to yourself, is this going to break my neck? Like, what's going on? But I survived, and um, that, that cracking sound is crazy. It's crazy. But that's not a football-related story. Just uh, something I wanted to share. So thanks a lot for those that are listening. Hopefully. And then I say hopefully next week Donovan will be back in the fold and uh, we'll get back on a normal routine. So let's, let's all cheer on the Cowboys this week. Early Sunday game. I hate the 12 o'clock games, but it is what it is. So until next time, take care. Thank you and uh, good night.